Hi everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. You're here with me, Samrin, today, and we are going to be looking at Germany's international fixtures. Of course, the Bundesliga is shut down because it is international break, which means there's no Bayern. It doesn't mean no Bayern players are in action, but... You know, no Bayern for now might be good, considering the run of results and all the drama that comes with Tuchel being a free coach and Nagelsmann running into a first serious crisis of sorts. But, you know, we'll have a lot of time to talk about that once the international break is over. For now, we're going to look ahead to Germany's Nation League games against both Hungary and England. So, first things first, let's talk about that squad so there's been some chop and change we're gonna get there soon but uh kevin trapp and oliver bauman are the keeper options because manuel neuer is going to be out i'm sorry i totally forgot terstegen i should remember <laughs> terstegen so manuel neuer will be out as um he has covid he is one of two bayern munich players to get COVID, the other being Leon Goretzka. So I guess because we're on Leon Goretzka, let's just talk about the midfield. There is uh, Serge Gnabry, Ilkay Gundogan, Kai Havertz, Jonas Hoffmann, Joshua Kimmich, Thomas Muller, Jamal Muziala, Lucas Enmecha, Marco Royce, Leroy Zane, and Timo Werner. Well, this was the initial lineup. It as you know, Marco Royce is out with a knee injury. He's supposed to miss three weeks. Now, I saw that incident take place. And I just... I don't know if he's actually going to be back in three weeks. It looks unlikely. But for now, he is out. And, of course, then we have the defense with Arma Bella Kotchup being the sort of weird wild card that Hansi Flick is throwing in from Southampton, Matthias Ginter, Robin Gosens, Benjamin Hendricks, Tilo Kerrer, who somehow managed to make the squad still, David Raum, who's had not the greatest beginning to his time at Leipzig. Now that he has been individually bad, his team has been pretty poor. Antonio Rudiger, Nico Schlotterbeck, and Niklas Zule. And, uh, yeah, so obviously no traditional forwards, as has been the case. Team of Renner, Kai Havertz, somebody will play forward. Who knows at this point? Uh, so the first one is against Hungary. And that one's tough. Because Hungary's at the top of the group. And we saw how Hungary played everybody at the Euros. They were tough. They were hard to beat. They got a big result against England when the Nation League games were not a forgotten part of the season and they were still going on. And uh, they have seven points. They have had two wins so far. And there's no reason why they can't beat Germany. There are so many Bayern Munich players in that squad who are not having the greatest time at club level. Expect Jonas Hofmann to pop in with a goal or two because he's had a great time for Borussia Mönchengladbach to date. So... That should be pretty great. I guess I'm gonna. I, I'm betting on seeing a four-five-one from Hansi Flick, and really, it's anyone's guess what the team will look like. Uh, Flick has tended to change things here and there. Uh, Kerr will probably make the back line as will Raum, Zule, and Rüdiger with the uh, being the two central defenders for that one 
I think defensive midfield is more obvious with Goretzka's uh, exclusion due to COVID. Guy can't catch a break, injury, and then COVID. Kimmich and Gundogan probably there. Jonas Hofmann has been a success again and again. I don't see Flick leaving him out, but this time I do expect to see him in midfield because Serge Gnabry is out of form. So Hofmann, Muller, Zane up front is probably going to be Havertz. It could also be that he go he puts Hoffman in defense. He puts Muller, Zane, Kai Havertz right behind Timo Werner. So yeah. Uh, in case I missed this, by the way, Julian Brandt is also out. And uh, in case I mentioned his name, uh, he will not be part of the squad. So this could this could get tasty. This is probably going to be tough there are some players on the hungry side that we know adam july we know uh jobo july we know willie orban we know gulachi we know uh seems roman july is out actually so this will be a tough match i expect hungary to play really well to defend with their lives and catch germany on the break and uh germany might get caught out Terstegen does not feel like a steady, steady figure at the back. Uh, I would rather actually play. I would rather play Oliver Bauman or Kevin Trapp there. I just I don't. I don't trust Terstegen, but this is going to be a physically exhausting game. I wonder how much of the Bayern players flick will put in, but. Then again, his responsibility is not to the clubs. His responsibility is to field the best team for Germany that he can. And I think he will go with the strong side in this one. Now, granted, what happens here? And remember, the reverse fixture ended in a 1-1 draw. Germany drew a bunch of games under Flick. They haven't lost yet. The reverse fixture, of course, will be against... um, the reverse fixture ended in a 1-1 draw. And then Germany has another reverse fixture coming up on Monday. And this one is against England. Germany played well enough in their game against England earlier in the Nations League. And, you know, they got their goal. They looked like they might concede a late winner from England. It didn't happen. England had some really good chances toward the end. But this will probably be, despite England's result against Hungary, this, this will be a true test. If Germany wins this game, I think Hansi Flick will feel a lot better about life going into the World Cup later this year. I think he might decide to play Jamal Muziala in this one. Because Muziala is light on his feet and you don't want overly physical players pushing him off the ball as is likely to happen against Hungary. Listen, it could happen against England too. England has some of those too. But I think England will concentrate more on their own play. So Jamal Musiala could be a good one to unlock defenses here. I would probably rather play Sané in this one than against Hungary if there are options just because of his unbelievable speed. Gnabry has good speed too, but I think Sané clocks a little faster than Gnabry. Uh, if at all possible, I would rest Thomas Muller against England. He has enough memories against England, and he doesn't need any more, and I keep him out. Uh, Ilkay Gundogan would have to play that one, just because of his familiarity with a lot of the English players in the Premier League. If 
Goretzka had been an option, I would send Kimmich to the bench for this one. Kimmich has had way too much time on the field. And, uh, yeah, this could, this could be tasty. This could be difficult. I think on a good day, Germany can beat anybody because they have the coach to make it happen. The Hungary game will actually put out a different aspect, will show a different aspect of Germany than the England game where Germany will have to beat a physically tough team. Bayern has failed it. Germany's not Bayern, but you know, there are close approximations there. And I could I could see Hungary pulling off an upset, but I think Flick is tactically too smart to allow it to happen. And I think if Germany beats a physical team like Hungary, Julian Nagelsmann should be taking some notes about how to use his players. The England game will probably come with a little more flair, and Germany will have to defend much harder. And that is the game where I would probably take Kerrer out. I might even try a back three in that one. I'm rigorously against back threes, but it could work. In that one, um, having, I don't know, um, Rüger could do well in a back three. I think Niklas Zule could also work in a back three. Uh, Hoffman could play a wing back in that kind of a formation. Raum could be tried as a wing back. And uh, I would play Matthias Ginter probably. As the other center back, he's in the squad. He's had a good start to the season. Why not? Flick has a lot to try here. Flick has a lot to do here. And I have a lot more faith in Flick, frankly, than uh, I have in most other coaches. And uh, Germany should get to reasonable results. Even if they don't win both games, I expect them to play well in both games. Okay. So that's it for the Germany games. Now, just a few tidbits about the Bundesliga because it is international break and uh, we can talk a little bit about other teams. So in case you haven't heard, Max Eberl is going to Arbe Leipzig as director of sport and he'll be on the and he'll be part of the decision-making team at Leipzig. This will be really interesting because Max Eberl is a traditional Bundesliga guy going to a very non-traditional type of Bundesliga club. I think Gladbach misses him, but Gladbach's had a pretty good start to the season. So Gladbach must be feeling good about life right now. Max Kruse, we might not see him play in the Bundesliga again. Niko Kovac has had enough of him. Doesn't feel like he's putting in enough effort reading between the lines of what he has been saying. And I don't think he's going to play Kruse anymore. Kruse left a club where he was beloved in Union Berlin for more money at Wolfsburg. Understandable, but now he's basically frozen out of the team. So that's that's not a shocker. It is a bit of a head-scratcher because he's very talented and Wolfsburg is struggling. Bochum, of course, let go of their head coach, Thomas Rice, considering the um, issues that they're having. That one really sucks because I don't think the problem with that team was Thomas Rice. I think Bakum has played well enough and not gotten any, not gotten the results they should for the efforts that they're putting in. Uh, Dortmund has a as a tough issue on their hands now because Mukuku is coming into his own in the forward line, and the guy they brought over from Köln on a loan spell, Anthony Modest, who was supposed to be a stopgap solution for. Sebastian Halle is not really producing anything of note up front. 
so they might just have to stick with Mukoku. Uh, Frankfurt, if you haven't noticed, is slowly climbing up the table and playing better and better and better. And uh, they're somehow mitigating the loss of Costage so far, and Oliver Glasner's team look good. Yeah, that's about. I think that's a wrap on Bundesliga news. Of course, Union Berlin is top of the table. This is no secret for anybody. A team who knows how to defend could win the Bundesliga. Why not? We'll have to see what happens with Bayern. There's a lot of sound. There's a lot of whisper, you know, whispers. And again, Tuchel's free. It doesn't mean he should coach Bayern, but his shadow is being cast on every manager who's seemingly somewhat in trouble. From what I'm understanding, from what I'm seeing, Bayern will stick with Nagelsmann in the medium term. I'm not so sure they'll be willing to stick with him in the long term. They still feel like it's the player's fault, poor shot conversion, too many shots, too few goals. A lot to be said, a lot to be seen. But for now, we have these two good matches to watch. Hungary and Germany is on Friday. And uh, Germany takes on England on uh, Monday. So, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. And, of course, thank you for your support. Be sure to stay tuned to Bavarian Podcast Works for all of your up-to-date coverage on Bayern Munich and Germany. Follow us on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks, at The Barrel Blog, at TommyAdams71, at BFWN, and more. You can always find me hanging around on the blog so as always this has been salmon it's been a pleasure enjoy the games and uh, have a good night take care